This is Pastor Nick Hood, pastor and senior minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ in Detroit, Michigan. Today, our focus is on Leviticus chapter 12 and chapter 13. I'm putting the two chapters together because they're connected, but also because chapter 12 is so short. Uh, this part of the book of Leviticus deals with the purification of women after childbirth in chapter 12, and in chapter 13, the rules and regulations about how to deal with leprosy. And I find this part of the Bible interesting because it gives us a very interesting uh, look at what life was like, daily life, for the ancient Israelites during the time of Moses. <clears throat> so Leviticus chapter 12 the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the people of Israel, saying, If a woman conceives and bears a male child, she shall be ceremonially unclean seven days, as at the time of her menstruation she shall be unclean. On the eighth day the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised. Her time of blood purification shall be thirty-three days. She shall not touch any holy thing or come into the sanctuary until the days of her purification are completed. If she bears a female child, she shall be unclean two weeks as in her menstruation. Her time of blood purification shall be sixty-six days. When the days of her purification are completed, whether for a son or for a daughter, she shall bring to the priest at the entrance of the tent of meeting a lamb in its first year for burnt offering and a pigeon or a turtle dove for a sin offering. He shall offer it before the Lord and make atonement on her behalf. Then she shall be clean from her flow of blood. This is the law for her who bears a child, male or female. If she cannot afford a sheep, she shall take two turtle doves or two pigeons, one for a burnt offering and the other for a sin offering. And the priest shall make atonement on her behalf, and she shall be clean. Leviticus chapter 13, Leprosy, Varieties and Symptoms. The Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When a person has on the skin of his body a swelling or an eruption or a spot, and it turns into a leprous disease on the skin of his body. He shall be brought to Aaron the priest, or to one of his sons the priest. The priest shall examine the disease on the skin of his body, and if the hair in the diseased area has turned white, and the disease appears to be deeper than the skin of his body, it is a leprous disease. After the priest has examined him, he shall pronounce him ceremonially unclean. But if the spot is white in the skin of his body and appears no deeper than the skin, and the hair in it has not turned white, the priest shall confine the diseased person for seven days. The priest shall examine him on the seventh day. And if he sees that the disease is checked and the disease has not spread in the skin, then the priest shall confine him seven days more. The priest shall examine him on the seventh day, and if the disease has abated and the disease has not spread in the skin, the priest shall pronounce him clean. 
It is only an eruption, and he shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the eruption spreads in the skin after he has shown himself to the priest for his cleansing, he shall appear again before the priest. The priest shall make an examination, and if the eruption has spread in the skin, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is a leprous disease. When a person contracts a leprous disease, he shall be brought to the priest. The priest shall make an examination, and if there is a white swelling in the skin that has turned the hair white, and there is quick raw flesh in the swelling, it is a chronic leprous disease in the skin of his body. The priest shall pronounce him unclean. He shall not confine him, for he is unclean. But if the disease breaks out in the skin, so that it covers all the skin of the diseased person from head to foot, so far as the priest can see, then the priest shall make an examination, and if the disease has covered all his body, he shall pronounce him clean of the disease, since it has all turned white. He is clean. But if raw flesh ever appears on him, he shall be unclean. The priest shall examine the raw flesh and pronounce him unclean. Raw flesh is unclean, for it is a leprous disease. But if the raw flesh again turns white, he shall come to the priest. The priest shall examine him, and if the disease has turned white, the priest shall pronounce the diseased person clean. He is clean. When there is on the skin of one's body a boil that is healed... And in the place of the boil there appears a white swelling or a reddish-white spot. It shall be shown to the priest. The priest shall make an examination. And if it appears deeper than the skin, and its hair has turned white, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. This is a leprous disease, broken out in the boil. But if the priest examines it, and the hair on it is not white, nor is it deeper than the skin, but has abated, the priest shall confine him seven days. If it spreads in the skin, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is diseased. But if the spot remains in one place and does not spread, it is the scar of the boil. The priest shall pronounce him clean. Or, when the body has a burn on the skin and the raw flesh of the burn, becomes a spot reddish-white or white. The priest shall examine it. If the hair in the spot has turned white, and it appears deeper than the skin, it is a leprous disease. It is broken out in the burn, and the priest shall pronounce him unclean. This is a leprous disease. But if the priest examines it, and the hair in the spot is not white, and it is no deeper than the skin, but has abated, the priest shall confine him seven days. The priest shall examine him the seventh day. If it is spreading in the skin, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. This is a leprous disease. But if the spot remains in one place and does not spread in the skin but has abated, it is a swelling from the burn. And the priest shall pronounce him clean, for it is the scar of the burn. When a man or woman has a disease on the head or in the beard, the priest shall examine the disease. If it appears deeper than the skin and the hair in it is yellow and thin, the priest shall pronounce him unclean. It is an itch, 
a leprous disease of the head or the beard. If the priest examines the itching disease, and it appears no deeper than the skin, and there is no black hair in it, the priest shall confine the person with the itching disease for seven days. On the seventh day the priest shall examine the itch. If the itch has not spread, and there is no yellow hair in it, and the itch appears to be no deeper than the skin, he shall shave, but the itch he shall not shave. The priest shall confine the person with the itch for seven days more. On the seventh day the priest shall examine the itch. If the itch has not spread in the skin, and it appears to be no deeper than the skin, the priest shall pronounce him clean. He shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the itch spreads in the skin after he was pronounced clean, the priest shall examine him. If the itch has spread in the skin, the priest need not seek for the yellow hair. He is unclean. But if in his eyes the itch is checked and the black hair has grown in it, the itch is healed, he is clean, and the priest shall pronounce him clean. When a man or a woman has spots on the skin of the body, white spots, the priest shall make an examination. And if the spots on the skin of the body are of a dull white, it is a rash that has broken out on the skin, he is clean. If anyone loses the hair from his head, he is bald, but he is clean. If he loses the hair from his forehead and temples, he has baldness of the forehead, but he is clean. But if there is on the bald head or the bald forehead a reddish-white diseased spot, it is a leprous disease, breaking out on his bald head or his bald forehead. The priest shall examine him. If the disease swelling is reddish-white on his bald head or on his bald forehead, which resembles a leprous disease in the skin of the body, he is leprous, he is unclean. The priest shall pronounce him unclean. The disease is on his head. The person who has the leprous disease shall wear torn clothes and let the hair of his head be disheveled. And he shall cover his upper lip and cry out, Unclean! Unclean! He shall remain unclean as long as he has the disease. He is unclean. He shall live alone. His dwelling shall be outside the camp. Concerning clothing, when a leprous disease appears in it in woolen or linen cloth, in warp or woof of linen or, or wool, or in a skin, or in anything made of skin, if the disease shows greenish or reddish in the garment, whether in warp or woof, or in skin, or in anything made of skin, it is a leprous disease, and shall be shown to the priest. The priest shall examine the disease and put the diseased article aside for seven days. He shall examine the disease on the seventh day. If the disease has spread in the cloth, in warp or woof, or in the skin, whatever be the use of the skin, this is a spreading leprous disease. It is unclean. He shall burn the clothing, whether diseased in warp or woof, woolen or linen, or anything of skin. For it is a spreading leprous disease, it shall be burned in fire. If the priest makes an examination, and the disease has not spread in the clothing, 
in wharf or wolf or in anything of skin, the priest shall command them to wash the article in which the disease appears, and he shall put it aside seven days more. The priest shall examine the diseased article after it has been washed. If the diseased spot has not changed color, though the disease has not spread, it is unclean. You shall burn it in fire. Whether the leprous spot is on the inside or the outside, if the priest makes an examination and the disease has abated after it is washed, he shall tear the spot out of the cloth in wharf or woof or out of skin. If it appears again in the garment, in wharf or woof, or in anything of skin, it is spreading. You shall burn with fire that in which the disease appears. But the cloth, wharf or woof, or anything of skin from which the disease disappears, when you have washed it, shall be then washed a second time, and it shall be clean. This is the ritual for a leprous disease in a cloth of wool or linen, either in warp or woof, or in anything of skin, to decide whether it is clean or unclean. Thus we end the reading of Leviticus chapter 13. Now we move on to questions for reflection. Number one, what did you learn about the ancient Israelites' rules on ritual cleanliness and uncleanliness? Number two, in chapter 12, there is much detail regarding attitudes regarding uncleanliness during childbirth. Why do you think the rituals for purification were different if the child was male or female? Question number three. Chapter 13 centers on leprosy. How to recognize it, how to treat it. What did you learn about how the ancient Hebrews diagnosed and treated leprosy? Question number four, what did you learn about their attitude regarding baldness? Were you surprised? Question five, what did you learn about their process of cleaning clothing that might have encountered a leprous individual? And finally, question number six, how do the rules regarding ritual uncleanliness strengthen the Israelite society when they are wandering in the wilderness? And a bonus question. After reading the rules about leprosy and the rules about ritual purification, what does this tell you about community health, even in the time of Moses? And how does it relate to community health standards in today's world? I'd like to offer a prayer based on what we have just read. Lord, make me clean in my sin. I need your cleansing. Clean my mind, my hands, and my soul. Wash me, so even the thought of sin might depart from my heart. Endow me this day with a renewal of purpose and a regeneration of commitment to your way, your truth, and your light. Lord, there are things I have done that make me ashamed and embarrassed. Today I ask for your embrace and reassurance that my sins will not follow me to the grave. I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your mercy. But most of all, I thank you for your love. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood, Pastor and Senior Minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ, which is located in the very heart of Detroit and at the tip-top of the Medical Center. 
We're located at 600 East Warren Avenue, right in the dead middle of the city. I'd love to see you. We worship on Sundays at 8.30 and 12, excuse me, 11, but also we worship on Wednesdays at 12 noon. Until tomorrow when we look at Leviticus chapter 14 or the next time, God bless.